Hey, party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by Tess from RPG Casts, and I am here for a game of Stephanie Bryant's Threadbare. Inspired most notably by films such as Nine, Threadbare is a stitch punk powered by the apocalypse role-playing game about jury-rigged toys in a broken world. In the days after all of humanity has wiped itself out, the only thing left behind in this world are the broken toys that we left behind. Patchwork things trying to navigate a broken, dangerous, and empty world and find some semblance of happiness and friendship on the way. This game rules, and I'm really happy to get to play it on the show, and I can't wait for you to hear it. You can find more information about Threadbare in the show notes. As I mentioned, Tess is the creator of RPGcasts.com, which is an outstanding and incredible resource in the world of RPG podcasts. It is a remarkably thorough archive of every role-playing game podcast on the internet, sorted by categories such as game, theme, structure, length, and most notably, uh, diversity and inclusivity guidelines like podcasts featuring cast members of color, podcasts featuring uh, women and non-binary cast members, podcasts featuring LGBT plus cast members. It is so remarkably cool with such a specific eye towards promoting inclusive and diverse podcasting. It is simply the best. You can find that at rpgcasts.com. Tess is also the host of I Am Here, that's H-E-A-R, a truly beautiful interview podcast series spotlighting uh, diverse voices within the role-playing game scene. It's super good, and you should go listen to that as well. You can find that at IamHerePodcast.com. And coming up in September, Tess will be running a special event on the I Am Here RSS feed, which is International Podcasting Month. Throughout the month of September, literally every day in September, Podcasters from across the internet will be releasing special one-shot, actual plays, audio dramas, blog posts, and more, all released on the RSS feed of I Am Here. I personally recorded a special game of Worldwide Wrestling by Nathan DiPaletta that I really can't wait for you to hear, because it's it's really good, and I'm really excited. I'm editing it right now, and I'm in love with it. And you can find information about all of that at internationalpodcastmonth.com. Finally, before we dive into the show, I just wanted to give a quick announcement that I'm going to be at Mag Labs next weekend. That's September 7th to the 9th in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm going to be running panels on role-playing games all weekend, including Actual Play 101, How to Get Started with Tabletop and Role-Playing Games, Two-Player Role-Playing Games, and a special live recording of Party of One. If you're going to be there, stop by and say hi. I'd really love to see you. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Tess from RPG Casts. Tess, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Uh, before we dive in, why don't you take a moment and let the audience at home know what RPG Cast is, as well as all the other cool projects that you're working on, because there are a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got my um, my hands in quite a few pots. Um, so RPG Casts is a um, basically a resource, a big directory of uh, all RPG podcasts. Um, the kind of purpose of it is to make it easy to find RPG podcasts by game or by. Um, or by length of time, or by system, but more specifically, uh, I make it really easy to find podcasts that feature women, Mm non-binary people, LGBTQ, and people of color. Uh, And I do that with various categories and such on the site. Um, And the purpose is basically, um, apart from finding RPG podcasts, to uplift marginalized Mm -hmm. groups in uh, the RPG podcasting community. That's a that's a tremendous resource. It's a, it's such a good it's such it's really good, Tess. I gotta just say. Thank you, thank you. It's been going for two years now. I'm really proud of where it's come and and how it has developed, um, and the community that I have engaged in over the past two years has really let me. Um, oh, they've been amazing, just so welcoming and absolutely delightful. Uh, and everybody, you and so many others, mm-hmm. have just been amazing and it's really allowed me to kind of start getting into other projects so Mm -hmm, i started mm -hmm. the i am here podcast which uh is a interview show that um is all interviews with people active in the rpg community so podcasters designers musicians artists um it's basically a platform where 
I talk to women, non-binary people, people of color, and members of the LGBTQ community um, to hear about what inspires them to play or create or to listen or to run RPGs um, and why tabletop, sorry, and why representation in tabletop gaming matters and what they want to see in the community and how they want to see it evolve. Uh, Yeah, it's... I'm really excited. It's been such an amazing project. Uh, and I'm going to have you on it at some point. Yes, I can't wait. I'm really excited. <laughs> yes. Because it's genuine. Like, it, it's, they're, they're really wonderful, incredible interviews that I, I'm really excited about doing the show at some uh, point. I can't wait. I'm very I'm excited. I'm so glad. Uh, and then I'm not sure when this episode of ours is going to release, but we've got a big project coming up in September that's going to be announced in August. Um, so I don't know what your timeline is. Uh, this will be August fourteenth. So yeah. Uh, oh, perfect! I can talk about it. Yes, absolutely. Talk about it away. <laughs> okay, so September is International Podcast Month, and with over um, fifty-five. Oh, I think I'm at fifty-five. I have that's to double remarkable. check this. Um, that's what. It, what that's that that that's a, <laughs> that's such an incredible number. I can't. I'm blown. I'm. Yeah. Thrilled. (laughs) Yeah. So there's, uh, there's over 55 podcasts that will be represented, um, over 60 podcasters. Um, and there will be a total of 24 RPG one shot episodes being released on the, uh, I am here RSS. Uh, and the really cool thing about it is that each episode is, it's not like everybody from one podcast is releasing an episode. So in one episode, you'll have... uh, So the cool thing about these 24 games is that the GM and all of the players are from different podcasts. So the game that I'm GMing, for instance, has uh, Taylor from Game Closet, Nora from Lost Library, Theron from Roll Like the Girl, Roll Like a Girl and Interference, and Aram from God's Fall. Uh, and then you'll have other games like you're running a game, Jeff. I am. I am yeah. running a game, which I don't know if it'll be announced at this point, but I'm Ooh, going to be running. So it won't be announced at this point. So people will just have to uh, be excited. Uh, I'm yeah. running a game. I will have, I'm going to have Taylor from Games Closet. I'm going to have Art from Splinters of a Broken Sun. I'm going to have Neil Powell from uh, DMnastics and Whelm the Young Justice Files. And... Some other person named Aaron Catanos, uh, something or other. Uh, yeah, God, uh, who is he? Fine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who's From that some guy? other podcast. <laughs> uh, you'll hear more about that podcast and the outro because I'm very because I know my plugs. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be so exciting. You can find all that on the I Am Here feed. It's gonna be really good. It's I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's also uh, like we'll do all the all the. Um, social media stuff but there there's going to be a website and there's going to be like uh, all sorts of really great stuff i'm super excited about it um so it's a really awesome collaboration project mm-hmm. i'm so pumped it's going to be awesome but uh, speaking yeah. of things i'm pumped about uh this week we are playing threadbare it is a game it is a stitch punk powered by the apocalypse game uh it is a game about a world in which humans have been long gone there was a time when the world was full of bustling cities and now it is quiet and they went away and they've been gone for a long time. But the toys are still here. You know, they made so many wonderful toys and they've been filling in and taking their place. And sometimes toys need help and that's where heroes come in. So why don't you introduce us to your uh, Stitch Punk hero this week awesome so i am playing a ragdoll my ragdoll their name is lord cuddlebutt lord cuddlebutt uh is a typical ragdoll with Mm. their soft little circular face and their soft little arms and they're wearing a uh, teal t-shirt just a just a plain teal t-shirt they have um thread uh like yarn hair as many rag dolls do um i will leave the color of that hair up to your imagination or up mm-hmm. to jeff um and they at some point lost the bottom half of themselves and so they 
replaced it with these awesome dino legs, like stuffed dino legs. So they're like bright blue and they're fuzzy and they're nice and soft, but they're heavy in that right at the base of their legs they've got those like on the inside like the stuffing it's not just stuffing it's like beads at the base so that it um at the bottom of their feet so it gives that that kind of like stomping ability Mm -hmm. um that little kids do with stuffed dinos i love it i i i absolutely i'm a big (laughs) fan of lord cuddlebutt (laughs) um specifically i wanted to say i think that their hair is I'm kind of picturing multicolored, kind of a rainbow, where every, every like, braid, every, like, strand is a different color, so you get these really beautiful multicolored braids. Oh, yeah. And that Lord was... Cuddlebutt, in their free time, when, you know, things are calm and they are not off helping other toys, they just sit and braid their, their yarn hair. So, there's definitely mm-hmm. a or variety. At least, I think they would... Had some of their hair not recently been taken by uh, the scoundrel uh, Needlework the Porcupine. Ugh, Needlework, yes. a collector of rare threads, has set their sights on uh, Lord Cuddlebutt's braids and has snatched some. Your hair <laughs> is damaged at the start of... Your, uh, your hair has been damaged at the start of uh, the adventure. It is, and needlework is just the worst. Yeah. What a jerk they are. They're a real they're a real piece of work. Yeah, exactly. So you're on a bit of a quest right now. Why don't you tell me where you're headed, what you're after, uh, and who you're looking for, and then I'll I'll set the scene as our journey begins. Yeah. So Lord Cuddlebutt is is quite familiar with the ways of and the intricacies of finger paints on the ground. Um, and they use they use those as their guide. They are on their way to the clockwork city because they know that they have lost someone and they know that that someone must be really important to them, but they have also lost their memory of that someone. And so they're searching for the memory of that someone so that they can find out what happened to them and why they're mm-hmm. so important and and why it nags at Lord Cuddlebutt's you know, right in the back of their mind all the time. Mm-hmm. They're just always thinking about how they know that they they have somebody important to them, but they can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you are off to find the clockmaker. Yes. Uh, and we begin our journey. We begin our journey as you are leaving the great kingdom of chess. If you mm. picture a miles wide uh, chessboard, right? And yes. like, if you picture every like parlor game board that is, and they've all kind of been like arranged in sort of a tile thing, but for miles. So you pass through a chessboard, you pass onto a part, like a part cheesy board onto a backgammon board. And we begin with the, uh, we begin with the sound of revving motors Ooh. as, uh, knights and that is you know uh i'm picturing kind of like gi joes but with chess piece knight heads okay on big like on big all-terrain vehicles with uh we'll give them plastic swords that's very action figure-esque i love it are chasing you across one of these miles long uh chess boards oh no uh what do you do lord cuddlebutt has this awesome scooter mm-hmm. that is like red and it's got this big clear ball at the front filled with colorful beads they, they are going to i assume something must have happened they don't look mm-hmm. friendly do they 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 do not look friendly what what happened <laughs> what happened was um i think that lord cuddlebutt is uh extremely friendly mm-hmm. and i think sure. that i think that lord cuddlebutt their ability to influence others i think what happened is that they um they helped 
kind of the the downtrodden in the in the chess kingdom, like the pawns mm-hmm. of the chessboard kingdom. Yeah, they they helped them rise up against against the the knights. Oh, I love that. Yeah, uh, I kind I think I want to add a detail. Yeah, that, uh, I think that you. I think that you 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 find you tip the scales in favor of uh, the uprising against the against the king and his knights by highlighting the fact that uh, one checker piece cannot oppose the king, but two can match his power. Yes, three stacked check uh, three stacked chess pieces. Well, there's no telling what that's capable of, and so. There is there's there's a, a revolt happening of stacked up checker pieces. Yes, and I absolutely helped it. Um, so so the pawns and the and the and the checker pieces, you know, are just like revolting. And I I definitely helped that movement along. And the knights are chasing you down. And I'm going to ask you to make a move. I'm going to ask you to roll. Okay. As you as you race through as you race through these uh these board game streets and you race through these wide boards, I'm gonna ask you to uh Well let me ask you, are you running away or are you gonna try and like confront the knights and, and bring them onto your side? Ooh, I think what I do is I'm pretty cool. I think that I am going to start to, you know, push away uh from them and then I realize no, maybe can be reasoned against because maybe the king keeps the knights downtrodden too that's a valid idea so i am going to turn around and face them head on yeah uh in that case um tell me what you say uh tell me what you say and roll me make friends roll plus smile okay um so that is a d that is 2d6 plus your smile uh, ability or plus your smile stat. Okay. So um, I turn and I face them and I say, Fair knights, don't you know that you aren't alone in this fight? The pawns and the checkers, they are not your enemies. They are your friends. They are your comrades. You and them together can rise up against your king and make this a democracy. Okay. And I roll 2d6 and the, do you want the total result of them? Yes. 2d6 plus your smile. So I got a 10. Perfect. On a 10 plus, they regard you as friendly and you may form a tie with them. Uh, So yeah, they kind of stop and they look around and they, they think for a second. I think one of them turns one of them turns his head to the others and like the whole chess piece kind of tilts and he just goes They've got a point. <laughs> I agree. I like horse voices. This is fun. Yes, I love it. Well, some knights are on horses, so you mm-hmm. know, that makes sense. And well, if they're chess pieces, their head they've got horse heads. It's great. Exactly. Exactly. So they kind of stop and they kind of turn their they kind of turn their their ATVs around and they they look I think one of the horse heads like turns 100% like the chess piece turns 180 and just kind of like way like he waves at you and he says good luck finding the clockmaker i hope that you can help others as much as you've helped us let's go knights we've got a revolution to fight and they all ride <laughs> off on their ATVs. And you find yourself at the very edge of the kingdom of chess. And that is specifically you find yourself on the edge of a board, right? Like that perfect yes. corner. And before you, you see you see the you see the fingerprint trail lead you to this uh edge. And that's kind of how you find the uh the clock the clockmaker, is you follow these trails of finger paint that go yes. across ground, they go they they kind of linger in the water despite running currents of rivers. And now you look up and there's just empty space, right? It's just empty air for as far oh, as no. you can see. You see no ground below you, no, nothing but sky above. Hmm. 
but on some of these massive pillowy clouds, you see the faintest hint of like a few fingers of paint as they kind of float through the air. You have arrived and you have to pass through the great clouded expanse. All right. I think what I do is as I'm staring out at the great clouded expanse, I look down at my scooter and I think for a minute and I go, I don't think you're going to work on these clouds. And I pluck a thread from my own head, uh, one of my yarn hairs, and I use it to tie my scooter to my back. Mm. And I take a deep breath and I jump from the board onto one of these big fluffy clouds. I like it a lot. And I think you jump and you have your scooter on your back and you kind of like fall into the cloud and you start to fall at first. But like, it's kind of like landing in, it's not quite landing, like landing in a cloud is not quite landing in water, but it's kind of like walking around on very like soft sand. Mm, Yeah. But it's kind of sand that you know, like will end and will hit open air eventually. Right. So you have to walk very gently. Hmm, that's really hard because my feet are really heavy. They're very um, heavy. Yeah, they they are very heavy. So I kind of like look down and and I panic a little bit. And to myself, I go, okay, jumping quickly now, jumping quickly. And I jump to the next cloud and then jump to the next cloud. And I am trying to go carefully, but quickly, because I know that the weight of my of my legs can Mm -hmm. probably pull me down faster than if I had regular ragdoll legs. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. So you're leaping and jumping, but, and you're going from cloud to cloud. And at first the travel is very easy, right? Like at first it's just, it's as easy as walking on a cloud. You're literal, you're on cloud nine. You've reached it. You've passed (laughs) through about eight clouds. You find yourself on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. And you look around and you kind of like hop out of a cloud and you find you realize it's very dark. Hmm. It's suddenly it was it was not dark before, but it's gotten very dark. Hmm. Almost pitch black outside. Wow. I uh I squint because I think I think my rag doll just has regular like um kind of felt circular black eyes they don't have lord cuddlebutt lord cuddlebutt doesn't have any kind of like flashlight or special eyes that see in the dark so they start to squint a little bit and then they decide hmm i should probably see if there's anyone who can help guide me and I look around, and upon seeing darkness around me, I, a little bit nervously, call out, Hello? Um, from a nearby cloud, about half a dozen, uh, I think a half a dozen kind of birds flutter out, and a cloud kind of dissipates and fades away. And one of the, you know, there's a, like a stuffed canary... And there's a a jet plane that transforms uh, into a robot with jets on its back. Yeah. And there, uh, there's probably a flying saucer. Yeah. But about half a dozen of these birds float out of a cloud and kind of like look around and go, still dark, still dark, still dark, still dark, still dark. Oh, it's still dark. That's not good. Where? It's pretty dark here. Can you... Can you help me? Roll me, roll me to make friends. Roll me plus smile. Okay. Give me that 2d6 plus smile. So I got an eight. And an eight. On a seven to nine, choose one from the following. You have to give them something. Uh, I will say you have to give them, you have to give them, if, you have to give them something. They don't like your friends. Uh, We'll say they don't like, uh, hmm. Do you do they do you have to give them something or do they want you to go somewhere? Hmm. I think I think they want me to give them something. I think that 
to help them to help them not get lost from each other they're they want some of my yarn hair i'm i'm quickly losing my hair here but yeah, they want think... some of my yarn hair so that they can tie it like you know around the waist and tie to the next person and to the next person and then to the next yep. person so that they don't lose each other and so i think with that i think i'm going to say that your yarn hair is now formally damaged and you won't be able to like use it in any and and, and more so even more so like you won't you just don't have anything to like fidget with like you don't have anything to fiddle with you're you've lost all your hair yeah i think the only hair i have left is is that little bit of yarn keeping my scooter to my back mm-hmm. so you've tied them together and they they start fluttering and saying oh yes it's been dark for some times uh the the big cloud ate the sun and if it's dark that cloud is still there and still getting bigger and bigger oh it's getting bigger and bigger oh it's gonna keep getting bigger oh that's not good that is not good that's real bad oh it's real bad how that's not okay how long has it been this way it uh it's been oh gosh when was when did we see the sun uh ufo when did we see the sun and it beeps and boops and a little uh printer come little printer receipt comes out and it says uh 30 37 days 37 days 37 days that just boy that's not okay well i'm not gonna be able to see the i'm not gonna be able to see the finger paint trail when it's dark i guess there's a cloud to see where do I go? I'm going to take care of this. Okay, so you have a tie. So because you're friends with these birds, you have a tie with these birds. At, uh, so uh, if I ask you to roll plus ties, you'll roll plus one for these birds. When helping out these birds. Doing bird things. Okay. Uh, just for future reference. But, uh, so yeah, what happens now is they kind of like huddle around each other and they say, uh, we can take you uh, near the big cloud, but we can't really go, uh, too close because, uh, it, um, we are afraid. Don't just, you can't just say that. You can't just say that, Jetbot. You can't. <laughs> uh, we're afraid. We, we, uh, we will own up to it and we will say we are afraid. Don't be afraid. I've got this. And so they, they, they kind of hop you, hop you across a few clouds and it's so it's so dark and it's getting really cold and kind of windy. <laughs> Has it started to rain a little bit? No, it's just kind of cold and windy. Okay. And like that t-shirt's really uh it's Ooh. not really weather. It's not really no. built for weather. <laughs> no, it's not keeping me very warm. Hmm. And so you're moving through and as you're moving through, I think what happens is uh, you leap onto a cloud and it's as you're jumping onto it, it starts to pull away and you kind of have to scramble to hold on to it. And it starts to like move in. a. It starts to like get pulled away from you almost. And suddenly you're starting to get pulled in a direction and the birds are kind of like scattering around you all tied together with yarn and like, no, 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 that's the, oh no, oh no, the cloud is, oh no, it's hungry. Oh no, it's hungry. Oh no. Um, I don't say that. That's not my character voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's hungry, boy. Uh, is it, is it close? Is, is this cloud dark? Is it like a thunder cloud? And it's like um, getting closer to the big cloud or this cloud you're on is a uh, is one of the like the fluffy white clouds from earlier. Okay. And actually on it, you see like as you scramble and hold on to it, you see a few traces, like a few threads of that finger paint telling you that you are that like it is in the right direction. But now that the cloud is being pulled, you're not sure where the where like the finger paint would go to next. Hmm. And uh, here's also where I will add a little bit of uh, rules explanation for Threadbare that I really love. 
and that yeah. like you can do it any time. Uh, do you have a move called Think It Through? Which is, um, if you reveal to me a fact about a problem or mystery, you have the ability to just change the way the world works. Oh. Because toys, because the world operates on toy logic, and toy logic is, sometimes it's yeah. in your hands. So at any, po- at any point during the game, you can tell me, you can simply state a fact and then roll a move, and I will tell you how accurate or inaccurate it is. Okay, so... I think I think the fact of the matter truly mm-hmm. is that the fluffiest white clouds if you jump on them they kind of respond like trampolines and they help bounce you higher mm-hmm. so that you can get kind of closer to where you want to go either by height or by like launching you kind of like trampoline style like forward you know like in those mario games how like you're bouncing on the clouds right i think that the the, only the fluffy big white clouds do that though Mm -hmm. um and so uh, i think that um so roll me plus a strong arm okay i i have a minus one in that so so that's still 2d6 right yes 2d6 minus one but it's my minus one Oh no, it's a three. Okay. All right, that's wrong. <laughs> uh, when you roll a six minus, you unravel a secret. Damage one part. Tell me what gets damaged. I'll tell you what was wrong. I'll tell you what was wrong about your assumption. Okay. Uh, damage one of your parts and gain plus one hold, which is a, a currency you hold on to. So you have a, a point that you can spend to ask a character one question. That character must answer truthfully. Okay. So at any point, you can ask a character a question and they must answer truthfully. Okay. I I think... So So when I break something, is it as a result of my assumption? I think so. And I think your assumption is... I think it's right. I think you're right, but you don't realize the extent to which you are correct. <laughs> okay. So I think what happens is I, I go to to bounce on this cloud to give me the like the spring upward um Mm -hmm. and i bounce too hard and as i do my um scooter slips because my my yarn is kind of starting to fray um and the ball part cracks um that has all the little beads inside Mm -hmm. and i don't know if break and i don't know if breaking means that um like if if breaking apart does that mean that it's it's totally damaged? Yes. Um, okay, so I think what happens is I I bounce a little bit too hard and as I do the yarn that is holding my scooter on my back slips and my the ball of the scooter um kind of even though it's cloud it hits down too hard on the cloud mm-hmm. and it it cracks and I watch in shock as the crack goes all the way up mm-hmm. and then starts to crack even further. And the ball breaks apart and all of these little beads go scattering all over the cloud. Yep. And they just, they, they fall off the edges of the cloud and you just watch them fall. Yeah. Fall until, and fall and fall. Until I lose sight of them and I loop. Until I lose sight of them and I look at my, I look at my scooter and I sigh and I look at my scooter um, as as I'm flying away from it. And all mm-hmm. that's left in my hand is I think I managed to grab that last piece of yarn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was holding it to my back. And you are flying through the air and you hit the bottom of a storm cloud one of those big sheet ones. Ooh, yeah. And you float inside like jello. Like you hit it, you stick to it, and it just kind of like slorps you like you get slorped up surra- the crowd the cloud is surrounding you. Okay. And there's lightning crackling and inside the cloud there is a cloud, a stuffed cloud, a stuffed rain cloud with one of those big one lightning bolts on the bottom yes. of it. Yes. And it's just like floating there and it's like, can I help you? 
I'm looking for the sun. Oh, oh, you're looking for the sun. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be looking for a while because the big cloud. I mean, it's. I don't think it's reached the sun yet, but it will really soon. Hmm. Can you help me? Roll me. Do I want to say it is? You can roll me make friends again for this, or perhaps. Actually, I'm gonna say. Uh, I think that. I think the cloud, I think that the cloud kind of like scoffs and says, why would I, why would I help you? Have you seen the big cloud? It's big and scary. Of course not. Hmm. I'm going to say they are decidedly unfriendly and do not wish to uh, be your friend. You can bribe them. You can try to bribe them or make a bargain with them. Oh, I'm definitely going to bribe them. Roll plus smile and offer to give up something of value. Okay. Oh, okay. I got an eight. Okay. Um, so I think what I say to this cloud, this little rain cloud, I say, uh, actually, this I guess this is a rules question. In offering to give something up, can I offer to give them something that is not a tangible thing? Sure. As long as it has value, yeah. Little rain cloud, please, won't you help me? If you do... I will sing you a song. They begrudgingly help you on a seven to nine, and they will choose one from the following list. Either they uh, owe you, they either, you owe them a favor, but I don't think it's that. They I, they either don't trust you to keep, a, keep your side of the deal, and I don't think it's that. No. But I think they demand a valuable secret. I think they demand your song be something... That only that only you could could provide a song that contains something deep and personal. Okay. They're like, well, I've heard songs before. I've never heard your secret, but I've heard songs before. You'll have to really impress me. Okay. I wrote a song. Good. <laughs> Extremely good. Good. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna sing for you, Jeff. Are you ready? All right. Yep. We might need two takes because um, it might be a little rough. So that's fine. So Lord Cuddlebutt, they clear their throat <clears throat> and they begin to sing. <clears throat> okay, drip, drip, drop, little cloudy shower. What can compare to your thunder cloud sound? Drip, drip, drop, little cloudy shower. Beating that tune as you storm all around. Drip, drip, drop, little cloudy shower. You're not alone and you're perfectly round. Drip, drip, drop, little cloudy shower. I won't forget you like I have my... My... I don't... I don't know what I've forgotten. And you're, you realize, and suddenly... Suddenly and without warning, you are drenched as the cloud has as the rain cloud has opened up and just a downpour. And the the store, the the little stuffed rain cloud in front of you is you forgot. Okay, you you promise not to forget me and I will I will take you to I'm going to regret this. I am going to I'm going to take you to the big cloud. I will regret this, but I will do it. I, I wipe these big, uh, like, felt blue tears from my face that have appeared out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. you can see them flick to the, into, into nothingness as I flick them off my face. And I take a deep breath and I go, Thank you. I won't forget you. It's not, I, I don't want you to not forget me. I want you to remember what you have forgotten. And also, I want you to hold on. Because here we go! And, like, lightning crackles and you are soaring through the clouds. Yes. Just tearing through them. I love Blasts it. Blasts of lightning are forming jets under your feet and you are just tearing through it. <laughs> this higher, is amazing. Higher and higher. And you reach the sky. Where the sun should be. But it's just dark. And then you see it. Not just the cloud, 
Not just a big cloud. A ball of yarn. (gasps) Tangled and swirling. Just gray. Just the most boring, dull shade of gray. Just this tangled... Not even like a proper, like properly wound ball of yarn, just this mass of tangled gray yarn that's just unwind. As it unwinds, like it is, you see little like tendrils of yarn grabbing clouds and pulling it in as, as it does, it unspurls the cloud, it unspools the cloud and re knits it in an instant to more boring gray yarn. Oh, that's awful. Right? I narrow my eyes and I peer around because I have my suspicion about who might be responsible. So what do you do? I... Do I see any finger paint anywhere? Um... Roll me plus scrounge as you try to find something useful. So 2d6 plus 1. Oh, I forgot the... Oh, I got a 13. Okay. Double Um, sixes. Nice. You, you succeed. And not only do you succeed, you see the finger paint. But you also get stuff. Stuff is... um, So you can hold on to that, hold on to a a little chip or like token for stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Stuff is, stuff is stuff. It is fabric, it is yarn, it is uh, bits and pieces of things that you pick up in your journeys. These are things you can use to repair your parts. These are things you can use to uh, jury rig, uh, jury rig yourself to make new parts. These are things you can use to fix your current parts. Uh, the, The specifics of it. Eh, I think that's a little bit fun to ask. Like, what do you okay. find that is useful? What is what is the stuff you find? I think is it possible? Okay, so I think that Every, I find everything is possible. I think that I find a little empty jar. Okay, and I think that along my travels, um, I I have been collecting the little pools of of still wet. Um, finger paints of Mm. my favorite colors so I have um, just a small amount of like uh, of of different drops of finger paints inside of this little jar beautiful yeah that's exactly what you find that you've got it stashed you have some stuff you can use it to repair your parts later Mm -hmm. okay and yeah um Along this uh, big mass of gray yarn, there's the occasional flash of uh, finger paint mm. running along the edge of a, of a thread. So is this, is this pile of, is this, was this the sun? You see the edges of the sun are re- behind it, but oh. you feel like you're getting closer and closer to the sun. Hmm. It's getting hot. Okay. And like sticky and steamy, and mm. you feel like this ball of yarn as it's getting bigger. It feels like it's getting cl- closer and closer to grabbing that sun out of the sky. Okay, I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab onto one of those loose pieces of gray yarn and yank as hard as I can. Say that last part again, Alasha. Oh, I'm gonna grab the the. I'm going to grab the, like, tail of that gray yarn, and I'm going to yank it as hard as I can from that okay. ball of yarn. I am trying to unravel the, the ball. Unravel the ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, what do I think this is? Uh, this is going to be a push or pull. You're trying to move something that is bigger than you. Roll me plus strong arm. Okay. Boo. I got a... Well, I rolled a three total, so I got a two. Okay. Um, you pull it, and it ravel, It unravels, but it's... So, uh, I guess you pull it, and it, like, unravels, but, like, a wet, like four different threads, like, fall on you and kind of, like, tangle you up and pull you in. 
Oh, no. And you are now deep within the big scary cloud. Oh, boy. Yarn is all around you. And you hear a distinctive squeaking noise. Ugh. Like needles rubbing against each other. Ugh, the worst. So, so I guess the big ball of yarn is the cloud that is, mm-hmm. it is. trying to eat the sun. Okay, so I'm inside of the ball of yarn. I am going to... Okay, so I hear those needles clicking, don't I? You sure do. And in frustration, in absolute frustration, I yell out, Needlework? What are you up to? Needlework. Uh, they come trotting out, walking on their, their back legs as their, as their front paws. Just stitching. Just ever, ever knitting. Well, isn't it obvious? I think the question is, what are you doing here? No, uh, it, it's not obvious, though. Um, you like yarn. Where'd your hair go? The sun isn't a yarn. Well, uh, of course the sun is not a yarn. What a foolish thing. What a foolish observation. You are a, a foolish person. So what are you trying to take the sun for if it's not yarn? That's all you like. Be- because it's colorful and look at... I've been... Uh, I've been seeking out the the biggest and the most elaborate yarn and look at this. It's gray. It's all gray. It's boring. So what happened to my yarn that you stole from me? That was colorful. And uh, you notice that... Uh, from their top hat, because they're wearing a top hat. Let's just acknowledge that the top hat is there and there's no question about the top hat. 100%. There is a a single rainbow tassel that is like dangling. It's like dangling like a, like a graduation cap, despite the fact that it is a top hat. Yes. And it's, it's definitely like a braided, a braided rainbow. I, I kind of growl a little bit. I let a little bit of my dino come out in me Mm. and i'm like (sighs) again what if would you leave the sun alone if i made your yarn colorful hmm make me we're gonna make a bargain okay this this feels like a bar let me see um I think this would be a bribe. Okay. So, because uh, you are going to give up something of value and roll me plus smile. Okay. All right. That's that's my good stat. So, not d twenty six, two d six. Okay. So I got a seven plus two, so that is a nine. Okay, on a nine, on a seven to nine. Uh, what happens on a 7 to 9? They demand a valuable secret. You owe them a favor in addition to the thing you gave them. Mm. Or they don't trust you to keep your side of the deal. Uh, I don't think they trust you to keep your side of the deal. Because they're the worst. Yeah, they are the worst. They're the worst. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, oh, I know exactly what happens. Uh, what are you offering up? Are you offering up the paint? Uh, I am offering to um, dip the... Th- the, the yarn in in the paint to color the yarn with my with my paint stuff. So I think what happens is um, we we get into uh, like an Indiana Jones like a Raiders of the Lost Ark where it's give me the paint and like they're gesturing they're like give me the paint and then we'll then we'll talk and you know they're gonna betray you. Yeah, of course they will. Their needlework. So when they do that, I say, I'm not giving you the paint. I will paint the yarn for you. And I open the jar and I dip my fingers into it. And I, um, and I paint a little bit of the yarn to prove that I will keep my word. Yeah, and I think that is uh, exactly... I think as you start to do that, they step back and they're like, 
Well, I did not anticipate you would part with your precious finger paint. This is most wonderful development. Fair. Fair enough. You paint, paint my yarn and I shall find no use for this sun you seem so fond of. I scowl at them, but I, I dip my finger, or I don't really have fingers. I have little, like, um, mitten hands. So I, like, scoop out um, some more of the paint and go back to, and I, and I start um, kind of blobbing it and smearing it all over the yarn. And you can see the yarn is slowly becoming more and more colorful in, like, purples and blues. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing with my, my finger paints because I think I collected all of the, like, mm-hmm. as many purple and blue shades as I could find. And I think, um, I think you do this, and I think exactly, I think you do this and needle needlework sits back, and I think as you're doing that, you're able to, like, pocket some of this yarn, and it's gray, but it's got the purple and blue paint on top. Ah uh, yes. You pocket some of it, and like the 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 big ball, the big scary cloud starts to unravel, and they kind of like, they kind of start you know, squick, quick, 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 and it sort of like floats. It kind of becomes wispier and like a little bit of a a floaty cloud, and suddenly you see your bird friends all around you, and you see that rain cloud, Aww. and everybody's just kind of standing around, and they're like, they did it. They did it. They did it. They did it. They did. They did it. Mission accomplished. They did it. They did. <laughs> I knew they would. I knew they would do it. I'm here. And they're all just like they're. No one's cheering, but they're just kind of whispering. And this kind of wispy yarn cloud floats off and carries you through. The king carries you through the great clouded expanse. I I wave my um, paint-stained hand that perhaps was at some point a different color, but now it's Mm -hmm. kind of, it's all stained in the colors that I was painting with because you can't wash that off. Um, And so I'm waving with my paint-stained, with my paint-stained hand at my new friends. And I say, goodbye, enjoy the sun. And you see them basking in the sun. And you find yourself on a grassy, on a grassy expanse as this cloud floats away and you know that you'll cross paths with Needlepoint again. I mean, they're just the worst. They are the the worst. And you know they'll show up again. But for now, you've bested them. Yeah. You have some time. Uh, Why don't you roll me plus scrounge to, uh, yeah, that you have some stuff. Well, I'd, I I don't think I have any stuff anymore. I think I, the only thing uh, I, because I used all, all my paint. That's true. So, and that's all uh, I we described. Could say, we could say you have stuff from gathering up some yarn from the, uh, from the big scary cloud. Okay. Uh, I got a seven plus one I think I have for scrounge. So that's eight. All right. Choose a, choose a part. That you want to try and repair. Is, are you going to try and repair your hair or uh, your scooter? Absolutely, my hair. No, my scooter is lost, I think. I think it's long gone because it broke and all the beads went went down through the cloudy expanse. So uh, I, think, I think I'm going to try to repair my hair with the various things that I find. Uh, as well as with some of that purple and blue yarn that I... And I'm kind of gray, too. Uh, so what happens is you can choose one. You successfully repair the part. Uh, you can give the part a new move. You can give it a new ability. But being that it will broken, it will be an undesirable move known as a glitch. Mm. You can save your stuff for another occasion, and you can avoid drawing unwanted attention. Hmm. So, I think, I guess there's not enough, there's not enough yarn for me to get a, a, a full head of hair. Mm-hmm. So I think instead, um, I realize that, and can I, can I 
make it into, I guess what I want to do is I want to kind of save the stuff, but in a cute mm-hmm. way. So I want yeah. to save, uh, what I do is I take the yarn, realize it's not enough. So I kind of braid what little yarn I have collected and I um, kind of tie it into a little necklace for myself. Hmm. And that's how I feel I will keep it safe for now. I like that. I like that a lot. In fact, uh, you can create... Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. So I think what happens, you attract unwanted attention, and I think that leads us into our big finale. As, yeah. Um, as you do that, and you hear... Tick, 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 tick. And you look around, and there are uh, pocket watches slithering towards you. Oh. Like snakes chomping their big pocket watch their big like fob watch faces oh can i try to stomp on them with my big feet uh you sure can uh make me a i'm gonna call this uh look fierce you're standing up to bullies okay roll me plus strong arm uh so strong arm i have minus two <laughs> no uh, minus one minus one sorry okay Ooh, i got a five Okay. So I think I uh, I try very hard to stomp on them because they're yep, kind of freaking me out. They're very scary though, and I think they uh, I think they they chomp chomp chomp, and uh, I think I'm gonna damage. Why don't you give your catchphrase, but give it in a way that you're very scared and you damage it. Okay, so I'm gonna be like, ah, ah, don't don't make me don't make me roar, don't, ah. chomp chomp chomp. Chomp, 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 chomp. They're still biting. And I, I'm trying really hard to stomp on them, but I think I'm just, like, moving backward uh, and mm-hmm. don't realize that more of them are coming up behind me and also chomping, and suddenly I'm surrounded. And I think one of them gets a good chomp on my dino foot. Mm. Yeah. And I think at that moment... Um, I think at that moment... Somebody you hear from like just as just as that watch chomps down on your foot, you hear uh timeout, 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 timeout. And there is an old uh an old Muppet looking puppet hobbling along as though there were a hand inside, but there is no hand. Okay. The arms are moving with the little like poles as though they as though they have uh, somebody pulling the pole like the little arm poles, but there yeah. are no hands. Okay. And he's time out, time out, and he's gesturing away all of the uh all of the the snakes. Come, come, come inside, come inside. They get hungry around dinner time. I I follow this individual, but as I do, um I kinda I kind of kick at one of the, yeah, I kind mm-hmm. of kick at one of these, um, at one of these watches, probably one of the ones that I think maybe bit me. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like doesn't really notice you and kind of slithers away. You get the sense that these aren't so much like pets as they are just animals that this old <laughs> man feeds, kind of like you feed a duck. Oh, yeah, Totally. He says, "Ah, ah! You must be. Uh, well, no one really comes to the wind-up city without looking for me. So I assume you are looking for the clockmaker." You, you're the clockmaker. Oh, uh, you know, I have. I guess my reputation. I don't know why I'm being suddenly modest. I'm pretty great. So yes, I am the clockmaker. <laughs> I, I, I drop to, um, I drop to my, I drop to my knees. And I grab onto the edge of, um, like, his, his muppety, like, leg. And I go, please, mm-hmm. you must help me. It's, it's been such a journey to get here, to get to you. So, uh, I think what happens here mm-hmm. is, uh, he's definitely agrees to help you. He's definitely, like, happy. He's happy. You've, you've sought, you've sought him out. He's happy to help you. I'm going to ask you, because you have three hold. Because you rolled under six three times. Oh, okay. So ask him three questions and he will answer each of them honestly. Okay. So I look at him and I say, Please. I have forgotten 
Who have I forgotten? And he, he looks you over for a moment and he he looks he looks at your top half and he looks at your bottom half and he kind of laughs to himself. <laughs> You've forgotten your other half <laughs> with the legs and the upper. Yep, that checks out. You forgot your other half. My, hmm, where are they? Now, wait a moment. You, you haven't been following the finger paint, have you? Isn't that With the, the hands and the, you've been, you've, oh, the finger paint. Isn't that the only way? No, no, there are so many ways to get... You just kind of have to... Uh, there's so many ways... I don't know. Of course, of course you were told it was the only way. Oh my goodness. <sighs> no, you, you could follow any map and get to the Clockwork City. It's not as hard as people make it out to be. It's... it. People act like it moves around. The cloud and expanse moves around, but we're kind of stationary. Or I guess we do move around, but you know where we're going to be. It's like clockwork. It's predictable. <laughs> but I suppose if someone told you that you would have to follow the, the paint, then yeah, you would think that would be the only way to follow the... Come with me. And he walks you through this, like, winding. All of these gears are turning, and he's walking you. You're following along. You know, he, he opens you through little gateways and hallways and doorways. And there, sitting, covered in finger paint. With the legs of an old ragdoll. And the body... Of a big scary dinosaur. <laughs> your other half. Dino Dino. Dino Dino looks up. And smiles. With that big, that big wide open like dinosaur doll grin. Yes. And says, oh hey buddy. You made it. It's good to see ya. You followed finger paint? Oh get the finger paint. And I squeal in delight. And I'm assuming at this point I remember Dino Dino. Mm -hmm. I squeal in delight and I shout, How can I have forgotten you? And I run toward them and I give them the biggest hug. And as I hug them, I whisper in their ear, Let's never separate again. And I think that's game. Yes. Perfect. I loved it. <laughs> that was Good. so much fun, Jeff. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh my God, I loved that. Absolutely wonderful. Tess, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. This was amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad to have come on. This was a lot of fun. I've never played Threadbare before, and it is uh, absolutely adorable. I loved it. I loved it to death. <sighs> so thank you so much for coming on the show. Real quick before we wrap up, where can people find your work online? Oh, okay, so you can find me on Twitter at RPG underscore casts. That's C-A-S-T-S. -S. Um, and you can find my, you can go to RPGcasts.com to find really awesome RPG shows such as Party of One is listed on there. Um, and you can also find my uh, discussion podcast at IamHerePodcast.com. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and with that, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was wonderful. And I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Yeah. Oh, I also, I forgot. I also play Marin on Mouse Guardians, uh, which releases monthly and is a Mouse Guard actual art, uh, play RPG game, which is super cute, um, where I play a salty teenager. So you can find me on that show at Mouse Guardians on Twitter. <laughs> and I will make sure we have a Mouse Guardians plug in the intro as well. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Huh. Thank you so much for doing the show, and I am going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Tess for coming on to the show. I cannot say enough good things about that game. I loved it from top to bottom. 
Be sure to check out all of Tess's work. That's International Podcasting Month, I Am Here, RPG Casts, and more. All of that will be in the show notes below. And be sure to follow Tess on Twitter at RPGCasts. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Then like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Talk to us about pro wrestling, the show, whatever you want to talk about. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout out, or a word of mouth review to a friend. All of those things will help new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things like con appearances. If you're in the Alexandria, Virginia area next weekend, that's September 7th to the 9th, come find me at Maglabs. We'll chat, we'll talk about role-playing games, you can come to my panels, it's going to be a great time. Also, speaking of con appearances, let me talk to you about our Patreon. Patreon support directly goes towards things like convention appearances, as well as hosting fees, equipment costs. All of the little things that keep the show going are directly supported by Patreon dollars. You can find that at patreon.com slash Podcast. Get access to some bonus material, some interviews, some mini podcasts. So you get some cool stuff, and in exchange, you help make cool stuff happen. It's a win-win. That's patreon.com slash Podcast. Speaking of cool stuff, I've got a cool podcast to recommend for you. It's called All My Fantasy Children. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt and spin it into an original fantasy character, populating a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you're interested in coming onto the show, whether you are a podcaster, game designer, professional wrestler, writer, actor, comedian, film critic... Financial guru, kaiju, or you just love a good role-playing game, you should email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.